We Infuse Podcast, episode number one. All right, welcome to the We Infuse Podcast, where we take the confusion out of infusion. And our goal is to equip you with tips, tools, and a roadmap, whether you have a current infusion practice in place or you're interested in starting one, whether you are an entrepreneur, a nurse, or an administrative professional, our goal is to equip you so that you can streamline the processes you have in place and have a thriving, successful infusion business. And today, I have a special guest joining me on the show. He also happens to be my boss, and his name is Brian Johnson. So, Brian, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right, so for those of you just listening in, this is our first episode, so please ignore any crazy sounds in the background or any any mishaps, but uh, we're excited to launch this podcast. We're excited to connect with you all, and we're really excited to just have this platform to equip people in this incredibly confusing, challenging, but also very important business model and line of therapy for those patients out there. And so what I would like to do in this first episode is really just give you, Brian, the chance to kind of share about your background and share a little bit about your journey in the infusion space and and why you started We Infuse. All right. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, We're excited about this podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, It's not really exciting. I got started in the infusion business by a business mentor, actually, while I was in college at Baylor University, Sickle Bears. Uh, learn the business by doing all the little small menial roles uh, that a kid out of college probably needs to do before being given the bigger ones. So slowly worked worked our way uh, worked my way up in the business as I was uh, proving myself in the small things, and I eventually launched my own infusion center down in Austin, Texas, which is really where I, I would say I you know, cut my teeth on the infusion business because it was all my responsibility at that point. Um, now we are here 15 years later, I'm still working in this amazing healthcare channel and still learning every day. That's great. So for you and Reese, Reese was your partner throughout most of that time, right? Yeah, part of the time, yeah. And so with you and Reese, I mean, just to give our listeners an idea, how I mean, how many infusions were you guys running through your business on an, on a monthly basis? I don't know. I always felt like more than probably it actually was. But I think when we when the we sold the business, you know, a few years ago, it was, you know, somewhere around the 2000 treatments a month through those locations. 2000. And was that multi-specialty? I mean, you guys are doing rheumatology, neurology, drugs, all the above. Everything through a needle. If it was, as long as it wasn't chemotherapy, we just stayed away from that because it scared me. And so what guided you guys? I mean, obviously dealing with the challenges that you faced, what was the pain point to where you said, we need some sort of software to help us manage this workflow? So we were, we we're working in an industry where there wasn't any real application to do what we were doing, um, kind of unlike other industries where you could go online and Google, you know, software for restaurant software or uh, auto body shop software. We would Google infusion software and nothing would come up. And so we, we had kind of cobbled together a handful of systems like most entrepreneurs do to make things work. I think when we got past the sixth or seventh system, we started to realize, and I think Reese maybe more importantly started to realize that we were we were really starting to go the wrong way and this was never going to scale. It was just going to uh, be too expensive just from an overhead standpoint to do it. So we, uh, that was our biggest pain point. I think we realized we were losing money between those systems. And so Reese had the foresight to say, Hey, I know we've never built software, but you know, no one else is doing it. Let's go do it. And so we really built the software to hopefully start addressing that pain point. That's great. And so, and many of our listeners know right away what that, what that pain feels like, obviously with all the moving pieces. 
And inside of We Infuse, I mean, coming with a background, running infusion centers and having the different, edu- you know, the, the education that you have and just being an entrepreneur. I mean, what would you say is your main area of expertise right now? Now, I would say it's it's process. Uh, I'm getting more and more dedicated to that. So infusion, as everyone, all our listeners know, is very complex. Uh, it's very risky financially. Um, but my experience over time, you know, probably more through pain than anything else has taught me that that complexity is best handled through really great processes so that you have repeatable things that you can do over and over again and, and sort of guarantee the same outcomes. So I think my expertise now is really in understanding the process that needs to take place in order to go from a physician's order all the way to a paid claim and do it safely and do it efficiently and do it effectively. So what's what's one thing you would want our listeners to take away from what you've learned up to this point about your, your main area of expertise? Well, I would say, so like I said before, infusion is complex and it's, it's financially risky. And so it doesn't mean you need to run away from it. Um, it just means that if you're going to work in this exciting space, you really need to commit yourself to doing it well. You know, don't tell people to try, I'm going to do an infusion center as a side endeavor, uh, and I'm going to try to save a few dollars by cutting corners on the systems and the processes. I think that's a that's a bad idea. You're, you're just headed towards a bad outcome if you do that. Um, so I would, if you're going to take anything, I would say dedicate yourself and your time to really learning the business and to building really great processes, uh, and you're going to do great, and you're going to help a lot of people that need it. That's, that's great. And, um, you know, with... With people involved in this kind of business, it's easy to have. I mean, as we know, it, we infuse. I mean, we get multiple calls and have multiple, you know, we're holding demos so frequently that we hear all the, the issues that people deal with and the challenges they face. So like you know, I mean, in this business model, there's there's successes, there's also failures, there's a lot of challenges in between. Share with our listeners, I mean, it, obviously, we infuse is a great story. You guys have a great story. It's a story of success, but... Why don't you share with our listeners who are thinking, you know, that sounds great. We're glad you have expertise. You guys are on top of things, but I'm struggling bad over here. So what's one story that you could share of just a challenge that you faced? I mean, take us there. Let us let us know about uh, a challenging part or a struggle you've had during your your journey into the infusion business. Yeah, there's quite a few, of course, as you said, many of the listeners probably understand themselves. Um, I would say the one that's most probably a best, best example of really what you need to deal with is we were we were around doing infusion back in the early 2000s where we had a major uh, payer change in 2006. Uh, Medicare came out with a um, Medicare Modernization Act. So our entire financial model for the business changed uh, literally within a year. Uh, it felt like it was overnight. So we really had to be flexible and deal with that change. And for a lot of the other infusion providers out there, they, they got out of the business around that time. And so I would say that story, uh, you know, probably too long to go into here, but the moral of that story is you have to be very comfortable dealing with change and being flexible. I mean, you're working with payers, you're working with Medicare in this business, which means at least a few times a year, a year you're going to have a curveball thrown at you. And so you really, it's important to not only personally, but in your culture with your team, develop that culture so that it's, it expects and tolerates change in the dynamic environment that we're going to be in. And I think that's key if you're going to overcome you know, the challenges that you know exist today and the challenges that you're not anticipating coming tomorrow. That's great. And that kind of leads right into my next question is, I mean, how can we mine some gold from that challenging experience you guys went through that our listeners can take away? And it sounds like what, what you might say is they need to stay on the cutting edge of all the new policies and, and procedures coming right. out and, and stay flexible. Right. I would say, um, 
like I said, build that culture of change. One of the one of the things about dealing with change is you need to be um, you need you need to see it coming. I guess as much as you can as well. So like you said, Dylan, stay on stay on top of policy, stay on top of procedures. And there's several organizations. You know, definitely one we recommend is National Infusion Center Association. That's their full time role. So definitely look them up. Um, but also don't, uh, or at least what I'm learning is don't spend so much time. Uh, focus on your own business that you're not you're not continually learning. Um, and I said, don't like I said, don't let competitiveness get in your way. I wrote that down here as something I wanted to say. Uh, but I'm fortunate now; I get to spend a lot of time going to other infusion centers all across the country. And so the real gold in that process or that in that opportunity that I have is is learning all the other ways that you can solve problems that other people have already worked out. So if you're running your business, you're running your infusion business, you're kind of staying in your own little hole, in your own little corner, and you're not communicating with other people in your industry, your peers, your competitors, you're going to miss out on that opportunity to share and collaborate. And I think it's through that collaboration, that sharing of ideas that the industry is going to move forward. So you know, don't pigeonhole yourself and not communicate with your competitors, with other people in the industry, especially colleagues, uh, because you're worried about competition or you're worried that something you're doing might get out. So get out there and see what else is being done and um, I think that'll go a long way to keeping you flexible and up to date about change. That's so good. And I mean, that applies across any business, right? I mean, we, I remember a mentor I had in college told me to read as many books as I could, which is why I have a, a wall of books in my, in my office. But he said, what's going to separate you between what's going to separate you and all these other students? And, and he told me one of the easiest ways is continual learning. I mean, we all stand on the shoulders of others and it's definitely that way in this kind of business model, this kind of practice. So, well, let, let's share another story with, with what you've experienced so far in this business. What's one of the biggest light bulb moments you guys have had? Well, I think we had it, you know, kind of going back to our 2006 and our other stories, our other previous comments around getting the technology together in our own practice, in our own infusion business. Um, but, you know, we're a technology company, so we work very, very hard at We Infuse at creating and applying great technology to solve these industry problems that we're talking about, dealing with complexity, dealing with complicated multi-step processes. And it, as important as that, as that is, I think what I've been learning and I'm still learning is how important it is to take the time to train and educate our clients and their teams. And if you're an infusion provider, of course, this is your own staff, your own teams, your own clinicians on why these processes are so important. You know, not that the through the technology, you click here and do this. And this is how you take a patient from a order to an infusion, but really take time to educate them on, on why we're doing that. How did we get here? Why is it important that we take these steps? I think it's just something I'm, I'm really understanding is that we've been in the industry for a long time. I know most of these processes. I know most, most of this stuff by heart, but many of our clients and their users are just getting into the space. So that education component of, of what you do is just as important as the technology application. So don't skip out on that. There's no, no technology that's going to solve all your problems. You really have to communicate and educate your people on what you're doing. So what would you say, and this is, this is not something I even plan on asking, but when you, when you look at an infusion practice, you, you, know, you typically have an office manager, you've got your nurses, your doctors, your patients, and all that stuff. What would you say is one of the risks of setting it up poorly or, or maybe what's the best way to set up a healthy practice to where you are staying on the cutting edge, a curveball is not going to totally take you out. I mean, what would you say is just kind of a big picture or best way to go about it? Yeah. So I think, it, you know, patient care is a team sport um, and you can't really, 
the best outcomes always come through the through the through the mass of so the knowledge, the sharing of knowledge, through the teamwork that goes on in that practice. So I think the more your team is educated, the more your team is involved um, and uh, enabled to be a part of that process. I think it's going to go a long way because those are where the cutting edge ideas come from. They come from the uh, the medical system who's interacting with the patient, taking weight and vitals. It comes from the front desk uh, person who's checking the patient in, who may be receiving inventory. Uh, in this multi-step process, there nearly everyone in the practice is going to touch that infusion patient at some point. And so having them engaged and involved and, and able to communicate um, and be a part of, of improving that process, I think that's probably the most important thing that you can do. Um, and it's really the lowest hanging fruit because it doesn't require any technology or anything to talk to your people. So get them involved in the process and get them at the table and say, how can we do this better for our patients? And you know, to me, that, that group of ideas is what's going to make that process work really well in the practice. And that's what people want, right? I mean, whether I'm going to the doctor or getting my oil changed, I really just want somebody to be friendly with me and to feel like they really care about my business as their customer. And they can even make mistakes and I'll come back because of the strength of that relationship. Yeah, I agree. So that's a, a critical principle there. Um, well, let's switch gears here. Let's let's tell our listeners what you're most excited about right now in the infusion industry. All right. Besides this podcast, Dylan here. No, I think I'm, I'm most excited. I'm a technology person. I'm a process kind of person wired that way. I like to solve problems, and I'm really excited about seeing this convergence of technology and healthcare. You know, healthcare's been stuck. I feel like in the dark ages for years. All these other industries are moving on. I mean, cars are going electric and. You know, banks pretty much do everything on your phone now, and then healthcare is still faxing things and you know doing a lot of work on paper. So I'm excited to finally see some momentum behind that. And here at We Infuse, we are the technology we have today that we're applying to these pro- problems is very, very exciting. And it's, it's just I'm fascinated by how it's changing practices and this processes for the patients every day. But I'm more excited, uh, you know, about what we can do tomorrow. So the things we're working on right now, the things we're have on our roadmap for the coming weeks, months, and years, it's going to make this just a much, much better process for everyone and help us to truly take the confusion out of infusion. It is. It's an exciting time. And I just obviously know from personal experience when we get we infuse in the hands of of a practice and they get the process is streamlined so much and simplified so much. I mean, it really makes it makes the employees or the staff members' lives better, and it makes the patient's life better, too, because it forces best patient care. Of course, we can go on and on about how great We Infuse is, but I um, want to give just kind of like one last parting piece of advice. What would you what would you want to say to our listeners? I would just say to pay attention to it. You know, a lot of our clients are physician, busy physician offices that also have infusion centers or their uh, pharmacies that have infusion as a line of business, I would I would say make sure that you're dedicating some resource to that. It's, someone needs to own that part of the process and make it an important focus. It's probably the number one expense, if not and revenue line uh, in your practice. If it's not today, it will be in the future. So you really can't afford to ignore something that important. So uh, pay attention to it. Obviously, have great processes. If you want to you know, get those processes really quickly and easily. Of course, just buy We Infuse, and that'll go a long way. Uh, so I'll put that shameless plug in since it's our podcast. But um, focus on it. Don't do it as a side thing. Don't put your least uh, qualified person in the office in charge of one of your most important assets. So, you know, equip it correctly. Spend the time on it. Spend the right money on it. And you'll be very successful. And you'll have a thriving uh, piece of the patient access puzzle that you'll be solving for patients everywhere. 
That's so good. And for those listening to you, if you have not been exposed to We Infuse yet, we strongly recommend you go to the website weinfuse.com and schedule a demo through our website. We Infuse at the time of the recording of this podcast is the first and only infusion center software that ties every major aspect of the infusion practice from initial patient intake to scheduling to an infusion nurse's note to inventory management, ordering and reports and reconciliation all in one place. So the days of having sticky notes on your computer and Excel spreadsheet and a calendar and an EMR and all these other systems, trying to get them to work together uh, and the challenge that you deal with in that, those days are gone. Now you can have We Infuse that simplifies every aspect of the practice. So definitely check out our website, weinfuse.com. And like Brian said, for more resources, we've got a blog with great articles that are written by our founders and uh, they can equip you on the different aspects of the infusion practice. Also, the NICA that Brian mentioned earlier, the National Infusion Center Association, is a great resource as well. And there's even Infusion Center Locator on their website. That ties up our podcast, or that wraps up our podcast for today. So, Brian, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us on the We Infuse podcast, where we take the confusion out of infusion. And next episode. We're going to be talking with Brian Nyquist from NICA, and we're going to give you guys even more just behind the scenes look even at a policy level of what's in the pipe for the infusion practice. We're going to be interviewing industry leaders across the board in this podcast and hope to have episodes out to you guys about every two weeks. So stay tuned. And if this has been helpful, please go to iTunes and rate and review. It really does help get the word out so other people can take the confusion out of their infusion practice. This is Dylan McCabe with the We Infuse podcast. Thanks for joining us and we will catch you in the next episode.